is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights And I I really wanna know, really wanna know If I Let me figure out where the road goes Falling down, I will keep on searching for my highs. You can say I lost my mind, I will keep on holding my head high. Even if the sky is falling down. Welcome to another episode of Successfully Chaotic. I am your host, Maria Daniels, and today I am joined by the lovely Amber Powers. And we've chatted many times at this point, and I'm excited to have another conversation with her today. Today, we're going to be jumping in and talking about reconnecting and thriving and nurturing our inner selves, which is the foundation for everything. So whether you're an entrepreneur, business owner, you know, you work at home, work somewhere else, you need to be focusing on nurturing your inner self. But I'm going to let Amber jump in and introduce herself a little bit and tell you a little bit about who she is and what she does. Yeah. So I am Amber Powers, as you said, Maria. It's great to be back with you. Um, I am an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, I would say at this point. I started my first business in 2003. Um, that fell flat. Um, in a divorce. And um, a number of years later, I started to rebuild and come back to my first love, which is serving through creation. And that looks like marketing to me. Um, and so I have a very creative mind and I help people who are up and coming in life, um, who are looking to make a change in the world, but want to do it ethically. I help them reach ethical influencers. Uh, by growing their audience, but not just any audience. It's like the people that we need and want to talk to, that we want to, to have in our circle. Um, I show up in that way, and I also show up through my group of almost 35,000 women business owners globally, um, which prompted me to begin a platform called Shop From Her, um, which is a platform aimed at educating women uh, by other women who really help lift each other up because I truly believe that a rising tide flows all ships. So I'm a women business owner advocate, um, and I'm happy to be here to share a little bit about my story and uh, remaining successfully, uh, you know, <laughs> chaotic, but in the best ways. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I think that's the thing. I know, yeah. you know, for me, especially at the moment where I kind of, dove into this whole podcasting world the idea was just finding my own form of chaos or my own form of success right. in my chaos right because you know that was where i was at that was my journey and you know right. my life is still a little chaotic let's not let, let's not act like it's they not are. life is a little life is messy right and i think that's yeah, the thing sure. that you know, we keep waiting. And I say we because people that I talk to, like we're on the same journey. And I feel like there's been this shift the last few years. And I'm I am here for it. I bet I feel like everyone has felt this pull and this shift that that there's there's more and not more out there. 
right? The more in here, and we need to kind exactly. of focus in. And that is kind of why, you know, this, if you're listening to this on the podcast, this is the first episode of season 10, and that is what our focus for this season is. And that was why I was super excited that Amber was going to be the first one speaking, because I know I've spoken with her enough times to know that she's been on a similar journey. And I think a lot of us have been on that journey. It's, you know, we see a lot of these people on social media or hear them on podcasts or, you know, read their books or whatever. And, you know, a lot of times we don't know that before stories, we don't know the messy stuff. We don't know all those times when, they didn't think they could make it through that moment. And, right. you know, we've, a lot of us have been through those things and we figured out, you know, and carved our own path and on our own path, that's where we really figured out what it really takes. And we have to dive inside and nurture that part of this. I want you to kind of share a little bit with our listeners just about, you know, a little bit about your story and just your own becoming. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my story um, starts when I was born, as it does for everyone, but I was born into a cult um, and have close ties to um, a very famous um, cult gone wrong, uh, being the Jonestown Massacre. And so um, I actually lost two family members in that. And um, on the other side of my family, they did attend Jim Jones church, but they, my great grandmother left. She pulled her family out because she just felt like something was off. Um, but that is ingrained in me. Like the, the cult behavior, the cult programming is, is sort of ingrained in me. And it, um, I think it's so pertinent to what we're talking about today, Maria, because the story of my life is, is that it's a story but it's not where I am today. And there, be, there was a there was a point in my life where I had to come to an understanding that my story could either envelop me my entire life and be the reason that everything failed, or I could be the reason that I let the story be simply a story, let it go, and let me the person that I wanted to be. Um, and that was really the shift that happened for me. Absolutely. And I love that you said that because, you know, I, I've going through some traumatic stuff in my own past, I kind of came to that same, same, I guess you would say fork in the road. And, you know, trauma is one of those things that it, it does, it wants to envelop you, like you said. It, it wants to suck you in. It's almost like it has its own consciousness and it wants to pull you over into that side. But in that side, there's not light, right? There's nothing, right. there's nothing there. And I'm thankful that I was able to see that and decided to start to step out of the hurt and the shame and the questioning and all of that. And I wasn't sure what I was stepping into, to be honest, but I knew it, I didn't want that. Right. <laughs> and exactly. I think, if people are starting on this journey from wherever they're at, maybe it's not, you know, a cult or other, what we consider super heavily traumatic scenarios. Maybe it's just like, they're not sure where to go. Maybe it's, they just feel in a funk. Maybe it's, they're at a dead end job. Maybe they're in an unhappy marriage. Maybe, you know, fill in the blank reason, wherever they're at, they just, they, they just don't feel that it's the right space. 
Right. What would you recommend that somebody do to start to figure out that first step? Because it takes first step, right? They're, the first step's the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> but what would you recommend that they do? Yeah, so I think that this um, actually the formula that I use um, in life is the same formula that I use when I start working with a new client. And it has to be kind of um, a come to Jesus meeting, if you will, in your brain, where you ask yourself, where do I want to land? What is my goal? Who do I want to become? Right? Um, and I think that we overcomplicate this. It's really not that difficult. And I believe that we hold every answer that we need within us. All we have to do is ask. And oftentimes we just don't know to ask ourselves, okay, now that I have my true north and I'm pointing in that direction, what's the next step? Ask yourself that question. As foolish as it may feel at first, you're going to start to get some answers and then you're going to start to trust your intuition. So the first step is set the goal. What is it that you truly want to become? And this is a big question. So don't just Say the first thing that comes to your mind, like spend some time with it. Who do you want to become? What do you want the mark to be that you leave on the world or on your family? It doesn't have to be global. Um, it can be as intimate as yourself. What does it look like? I just want to truly learn to love myself. That is a goal. And then ask yourself, what do I need to do? How do I need to show up for myself to love myself? What does that look like? And then listen listen to what answer you get from that. Now, I think that's so important to do because I think a lot of us get so focused on all the things going on out here. I need to go yeah. do this. I need to go to this meeting. I need to make this much money this quarter. I need to do this, this, yeah. this, 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 all these outside here things. And a lot of times we reach those points, but we still feel the same, right? We feel so right. we don't feel better. We don't feel, you know, more alive. We don't feel like everything's connected. We don't feel any of these things because we haven't mm -hmm. started with that internal foundational piece of totally. knowing what what does happy mean to, to me? What would make yeah. me feel happy? What would make me feel safe? What would make me feel all of these things that I want to feel and need to feel? What would actually right. make me feel that. And I know on my own journey, I I searched for it way out there. You know, I kept thinking, well, I hit with this mark, when I hit this mark, when I do this, when I do that. And I and I got there and it was not the way that it was supposed to be. And that's a lot of people's journey. You know, that's yeah. a lot of people's feelings. And I think it's because you need to make sure that it's starting inside. So I love that you said ask yourself that question because I think it's so important. We don't have those conversations with ourselves the way that we should. And I think, I think it's what you said about sometimes it feels silly, but you know, it's okay to feel silly, feel silly. And if yeah. you need somebody to help you to ask you those questions, I guess, you know, call a friend or call a mentor or call a coach or whoever you need and right. have them ask you those questions. <laughs> right. And I think that um, one of the points that you brought up, Maria, is, is super important because um, if you are going to work with a coach, um, I think that understanding your value and the value of your voice is of utmost importance because we can't get the answer outside of ourselves because the answer that comes from someone else is never going to take us to the destination where we truly need to land. 
um, they can help duck there. That's totally fine. But your voice is the one that needs to be listened to for you. I know one of my friends who may as well be a client of mine, um, he will always call me and ask me, can you do an Oracle card reading? Can you ask your pendulum? And I'm like, wait, but first, um, have you asked yourself this question? And, and have you learned to listen to your own voice? I can do it, um, but I'm only going to have access to a certain, a certain part of you. You have access to all of you. And so that is so important to understand that you can go outside of yourself to ask, and you should, um, but don't ever let anyone tell you who you should be. Don't ever let anyone tell you how you should show up because that will inevitably not necessarily lead to failure, but it's going to leave you fulfilled once you reach that success. And I, I, yeah, and I think that's why we do end up feeling that way. Cause I know I talked, I've talked with somebody about a week ago and her story was that her dad wanted her to go to school to do this and do this, you know, and she's right. checking someone else's boxes. And, you know, right. I think a lot of us are trying to live out these lives that are loved ones, well-meaning, right? I mean, I'm sure her dad just wanted the best for her. And that was in his mind, what he seemed would be the best. Right. But I think we don't even realize sometimes that a lot of these steps we're taking, a lot of these dreams, quote unquote, and aspirations that we have, they're not really ours because of what you just said. They've been told right. to us. And then it's, it's like, wow, I have nothing else that I'm thinking. So that sounds great. Let's try that, you right. know. Right. But, you know, we, we get there and it's like, yeah, this doesn't feel right for me. And sometimes maybe it comes from you because I know there's been times where I thought I wanted something until I did it. And then I was like, this doesn't feel right. And yeah. I decided not to do it. And, you know, that's a big thing too, that, yeah. you know, on this path, you can change your mind. That's the cool thing about nurturing your inner self <laughs> and connecting 100%. with yourself when yourself yeah. is like, mm -hmm, no, this is not what we thought it was going to be. You can, right. stop. You can start over. <laughs> yes, exactly. 100%. And I think, um, I know you've said nurture your inner self a number of times, but I, uh, this morning, um, actually, I, I intentionally started my day off with EFT tapping. And this particular session that I went through, um, for people who don't know what EFT stands for, it's emotional freedom technique. And it is a um, scientifically actually method to start to release some of the subconscious uh, beliefs that we hold about ourselves. Um, Am I, am I buffering? A little <laughs> I, bit. I can hear you. Yeah, a little bit, but I can hear okay. you. Okay, good. Um, so starting that out today, and I didn't know she was my coach. Um, I didn't know she was going to lead in this direction, but it was inner child work. So yeah. EFT tapping inner child work, because essentially what we are, we are grown children walking around all wounded, um, not knowing that we have the tools to heal ourselves. And that's what really brings about healing in the world is starting with ourselves first. Absolutely. Well, and I know, I think it would be good to maybe kind of discuss some of these tools, like you said, that maybe you will use and you believe, because I, I know you and I kind of are kind of on the same journey on a lot of these things. So a lot of these yeah. things are second nature to us. 
may sure. not necessarily be something that somebody even knows is in a potential toolbox for them. Yeah, Would you mind yeah. you know, sharing some of the things that you found helpful as yeah. you've been on your own journey? Yeah, for sure. So um, as I mentioned, EFT tapping, it's, it's a um, process of just like it sounds, we start here and we give ourselves an affirmation. We go here and these are meridians um, that kind of lead to the subconscious mind and we work our way down the body by tapping and kind of replacing uh, beliefs that might be holding us back with new, healthier beliefs. And it, it works very quickly. Um, it's amazing. I never would have believed it before I actually tried it. But once I actually gave it the green light and said, all right, I'll give it a go, um, it, it's almost miraculous how quickly it works. Um, and so that is one tool. Meditation is another one that I was highly resistant to because of the way I was raised. Um, even though meditation is mentioned in the Bible many times, um, meditation in Western thinking is not in alignment with Christianity. Um, and so I was hesitant to dive into meditation uh, because I was afraid of, you know, dooming myself to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not miss words. Um, and so, but what I found is, and again, there are plenty of studies to back this up, um, it really does magical work with your central nervous system. Um, and I think that there are systems that we don't talk about that are highly, highly impacted by stress. And we don't talk about them because we can't see, feel, touch, hear, smell them, right? If you do heart surgery, you know the thing that you're going in to work on. Central nervous system and endocrine system, not so much. But both of them are so highly impacted by our stress levels. Um, and so knowing how to regulate stress through meditation, through EFT tapping, through many of the, the tools that are used, breath work is another one that I've just recently started getting into an altered state breath work. Um, and it is amazing what we have at our fingertips that is so incredibly affordable or completely free. Um, YouTube is your best friend to like really get started on this. And you might find later on down the road, once you understand what it is and how you operate with it, who you want to work with specifically. Um, but just to start out, I would suggest just, you know, go to YouTube, do a simple Google search and say, EFT tapping for fill in what you want to fix, right? So maybe it's finances. Maybe your finances are, you know, flushing down the toilet. Maybe it's love. You're, you're literally sabotaging every relationship that comes your way. It could look like anything. Absolutely. Well, and it's also, there, there's a lot of a host of, you know, medical things that is good for us. Well, I know we, we got yeah, into yeah. it with my son who's autistic and, that and a lot of things whenever he was really really young and it made all the difference in the world if he would be right. overstimulated you know we i could assist him with that and it would help him tremendously you could see an instant change like you said and it seems so simple and i think that's why a lot of people are hesitant about a lot of these things is because some of them are so simple that it yeah. seems like it's so simple like that how can that even work and i think right. the other reason is exactly what you said a lot of times we have these preconceived notions that all of these things outside of what we've been taught you know is wrong and right. 
you know, it's I could go on that all day long, but <laughs> for the purpose of right now, I, I right. think that it's just important to say that, you know, I, I think you should try some of these things out with no pre preconceived notions and just try it, you know, try it and see how it makes you feel. Try it and yep. see, you know, what a difference that it makes. And, you know, I, I know people who use it for migraines to help keep migraines at bay. They used to be on tons right. of migraines, medicines, and are on none now, but they do, you know, the tapping on a regular basis and they can tell whenever it's starting to happen, you know, like hours before, just a feeling they get and they're able to stop it. They've not had a migraine a long, long time. Now, right. obviously, there are layers to all of these things too, because, you know, and I'm, I'm always talking about just nourishment from, you know, a wellness standpoint and from, you know, feeding your body and nourishing your body, but it, it all goes together, right? Like you mentioned, our, we're, we're typically focused on just a few little things to be, yeah. you know, full and well and, you know, nourished and all these things. We only usually are focused on a couple of little things, but there is a whole host of systems in our body, a whole host of things that are happening in our body on a regular basis. And I know it's so important that you really start to listen to your body, which I have another show that I just started at. I, I would like you to come on and talk about the tapping if you'd be interested, but it's called uh, my arm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love you to talk about that. But anyway, um, yeah, it's called learn, you know, learn to speak the language of your body. I started that specifically yeah. for stuff like this, because I think that's exactly what we're talking about right now. We're talking yeah. about, you know, whether you're talking about business, whether you're talking about, you know, what do I want to do with my life? Whether you're talking about how am I more happy? How do I make more money? How do I feel better? How do I have more energy? It doesn't even matter what that outside thing is right now. It matters like what's going on in here. Like, what are you doing right. for you? And right. I think it's so hard for a lot of us to really recognize. I mean, we'll share the memes. We'll heart the post. That's like, yep. can pour from yep. an empty cup? You know, we'll share yep. all these things. At the same time, we're sitting there, half a cup of coffee in, no water. We're crusty and dry. It's 3 p.m. We've had not a bite to eat. And we're like, you know what I mean? And I think it's one of these things that we don't do intentionally. It just happens. And, I, and I've been there. I've have preached these things and I've been that person. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting here saying this and it's, you know, what time is it? And I've had like nothing. I had to start kind of pointing that finger back at myself saying, okay, I can help you, 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 you. But at the end of the day, if I'm not helping me, like that's not going to work. Nope. And I think we intrinsically know that, but I think now's the time that we need to put our foot down and say like, it's not tomorrow, Monday, New Year's. It's, it's now, right now. It is. It is. It's, it's right this moment, and I think one of the um, one of the common misconceptions about taking care of yourself is that it has to be time consuming, yes. and it doesn't. Like this right here is filtered water that I keep on my desk all the time, right? Um, I start my day off usually with um, seal cut oats that have been prepared in cinnamon, all of the warming spices mm -hmm. with some apples, and it's amazing like that's just the start that my body needs to get going in the day um it can be just through things that we already need to do for ourselves but just making a little tweak in what we're serving ourselves what we're actually putting into our bodies um it can be as simple as one of my favorite like mental breaks is to just stop put my feet flat on the ground without shoes on take three deep breath. So deep breath in, 
deep breath out three times. Tell yourself you're safe and tell yourself to lower your shoulders. Makes a huge difference and can be done in less than a minute, right? It does not have to be time consuming. It is a hug for yourself. It is a hug for your central nervous system to show up in these ways because if you are a coach, and you're not doing this stuff, what's going to happen is your body is going to rebel. It's going to lash out, and then you're not there for your client. Or you're in the hospital because you're not taking care of yourself. You're a walking billboard for what not to do. Why would your clients choose to still work with you, right? So you have to be so intentional about about how you move through your day. Absolutely. And I also, like you were mentioning clients, and something came to my mind. I think also one of the things that happens is that we tend to take on more than we can client wise too. Like that, that's been a big thing. Like for me over the last few years is figuring out that I had to really, like I had laid my boundaries down, you know, a few years ago when I realized I was allowed to have them, but (laughs) but I hadn't got to the point of saying, okay, no, this right here is all, this is all that I have time for not only actual time-wise, but energy-wise, because, you know, time and energy are those things that we can't get more of. We have a certain amount that is all we have. We can't get any more, no matter what we do. It doesn't matter how great we are at business. It doesn't matter anything that we're even talking about today. We're not going to ever make more time and we can get to our our peak energy, but we're not going to be able to exceed beyond that, right? right? So we know those are not unlimited resources. We have to be super yeah. conscientious. I see so many people, they're really great with budgeting their money, right? Well, I, I need to watch on that because, you know, maybe next quarter, da, da, da. but they will be burning the candle at both ends. They want their time will be like horrendous. And it yeah. is much more important to budget your time and energy. Not saying that money's not important to budget. It definitely is, but you can always make more money. You cannot make more time and more energy. And That's I think right. that we're so focused on the money side of things that the rest of it is just a hot flaming dumpster fire and we don't realize it until it's a big problem and you know i think that that's why this has been you know i get think on my heart and mind to speak about because i've been through my own journey on it and i I think we're always on a journey right i keep just narrowing on my own journey but a lot of the people i've been talking to are me when, right? Are me back a few years ago where I was like, wasn't even sure if I even wanted to do anything anymore because I was so burnt out, you know? And unfortunately, especially the women that I talked to, we let ourselves get to that point before we're like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I think that, you know, when you do get to that point, like when you learn that you can set boundaries is when Uh, you see people start to really shift in their business. And then they start to say, okay, um, we got to get creative. Either we need more clients that we spend less time with, or we need to raise our budget so we don't have to, you know, have as many clients. Um, And so that's really when things start to shift in the best ways, both financially and in caring for yourself. That's where this balance that's always like this becomes this right, is when we we understand that, yes, we have to meet our physical needs, but there are emotional, spiritual, 
you know, all of the other needs that need to be met are just as important to bring balance. Will we ever be in perfect balance? Probably not. But it is something that we have to be intentional about um, because otherwise it starts to get back like this. Absolutely. Well, and I know a lot of us right now are probably thinking about the new year and thinking about new goals and new projects and what we want to do with the year. And I think this is the perfect time to start to think about all of these things that we're talking about right now, putting these self-care, self-nurturing plans into place. And don't wait until January 1st. You can start it today. <laughs> It'll make all the other plans that you start at the beginning yeah. of you know Q1 next year goes so much more smoothly. And speaking of projects, I know you've been working on a project. You've been writing a book. I would like you to kind of tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so the name of the book um, is Untethered, My Story of Losing My Religion to Find My Voice. And it's really all about, um, you know, stepping away from the cult that I was raised in, both physically leaving um, and then starting to mentally deprogram um, and rebuild what it was that I believe, like outside of what other people tell me I should believe, um, without any fear attached to it, what do I really believe? And what I started to notice is the more I started to seek the answer to that question, the more I found my voice and the less afraid I was to use it. And I started to pay attention to other women and how important it is for them because they've been silenced too. Historically, women have simply been oppressed. There is no other way to put it. Um, and so my goal is really to provide healing as a collective of women and let people know that it doesn't matter I've been through sexual trauma. I've been through abuse, physical abuse. I've been through mental abuse. I've been through, um, you know, brainwashing. So I've been through a lot. And I firmly believe that my story happened the way that it is so that I could share it and let others know that transformation is still possible. It doesn't matter what you have been through in your life. Transformation is still possible and you can still achieve the purpose that you were placed here to achieve, even even through the trauma. And I would say especially through the trauma. I, I would 100% agree to that. And yeah. I love the title of your book. I think um, I think that fits perfectly. And I've, I love your story. <laughs> I've heard your story before, and I love the story because it's such, it's especially when, I mean, because we've all heard of cults and, hear, and we've heard of all the things that go on. And it, I think it's, it's such a descriptive journey that it sticks out and I think it allows people to really realize that, okay, well, you know, Amber's been through all of this and Amber has been able to still come out and like you said, find your voice. And I think that is the biggest thing. It's not, yeah. you know, Amber made this much money or Amber has this car or Amber has this or that or the other. It doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? It's, it's your voice. That's what's important. Whatever else you do, that's right. the part is we decide what we do with that. You right. Know, that's the freedom is in yes. using the voice. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I I love stories like that. I mean, not to downplay people that, you know, share the car, the house, the whatever, but that's yeah, never yeah. connected with me. You know what I mean? That's never yeah. been my connector. Um, I want to hear the stories. I want to hear, yeah. you know, the, the voice. That's what I want to hear. And um, I think that's great. So for people that are listening, they've kind of been on a little bit of a journey with us today on this. 
what would be something you would want to leave them with? Um, I think just, you know, in pertaining to this, this season that you're, that you're doing, um, Maria is, I, I want them to understand how very important it is. I can't emphasize this enough and it seems like such a simple ask, but I would just ask that you do one thing today to take care of yourself, to give yourself that hug that maybe you're not getting at home, that maybe you haven't given yourself permission to give yourself. Um, give yourself permission right this moment. And even if it's as simple as that breath that I mentioned earlier, I'm just going to do it right now. So Maria, do with me. <laughs> Take a deep breath in for count of three. One, two, three. Let it out. One more time. Let it out. One last time. Tell yourself in your mind that you're safe and allow your shoulders to lower from your ears. That's it. That's the hug. Allow yourself the hug. I love that. And if you still are feeling stressed, I encourage you to rewind that, listen to that part again, because some days are a little more than others, you know, right. and it may take a few more breaths, but this, yeah. that's a good thing that you can, you can have a stressful meeting. You can have just a stressful day. You can have a baby colicky, screaming, whatever the case may be. You have time to do that. You have time to do that and assure yourself that it's going to be okay. It's, it's no matter yeah. what you're going through right now, it's just a moment, it's even as bad as it may seem, it's just a moment. And I love that just simple three breaths and to tell yourself that you're safe and you're okay. Because it's so simple, but it's so impactful. It is so impactful. And also, um, we often get caught up in what will come, what's going to happen when I get home, all the things. But right now, you're safe in this moment listening to this podcast you're safe so say it and see what happens that's that's perfect if you're listening to this on our podcast you can go down to the show notes and you'll be able to find some links to be able to connect with amber and when your book comes out march 2024 correct march 12 2024 yes yeah. right so and her book will be coming out in march so be on the lookout for that. And Amber, thank you so much for joining me today. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Likewise. Right. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you. And if you're listening to this on social media, if you're watching this on a replay, if you do me a favor and hashtag replay, I'm trying to keep a count between how many people are watching live and how many people are watching replay. So that's just a favor for me. So thank you so much. And until next time. Life is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights